Hey, what's up from the capital city? This is 9 to noon. This is Vox in the Box, courtesy of Bryant Heating and Cooling, and I'm Paul Allen. Vox in the Box from XL Energy Center and the Penalty Box starts off with Minnesota Wild coach Bruce Boudreaux. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Paul. How are you today? I'm doing quite well. First time I've seen uh, the gash on your head live, and it's uh, <laughs> much more, uh, with all due respect, it's much more pronounced than... Um, than, than guessing what it was under a bandage on TV. Yeah, you know what we were going to do is, uh, in a magic marker, we were going to put stitches all over the place so it looked <laughs> like a Jerry Cheever's helmet, or Jerry Cheever's mask. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little Frankenstein to it. It, it t- uh, toughens you up a little bit. It, it uh, And I, I need to look more like Frankenstein, like I need a hole in the head. <laughs> well, you do have a hole in the head. Yeah, good point. So, I mean, hey, congratulations on uh, the win the other night. Had a little domination to it, didn't it? Well, it's the first time, I think, in a long time that we've had any separation of more than um, more than two goals, and even more than one goal until an empty netter. Yeah. So it was uh, nice to for the guys to be able to enjoy that Um you know, and the coaches where they're not on the edge of their seat every yeah. ten seconds, so it was good. You um, you get your full team back tonight? Yeah, for the first time. I mean, we, full squad tonight. Well, you know what we have? Uh, um, we have we're going to be able to sit out two players for the first time. So it's uh, uh, what do you mean? In other words, we have two two extra players. Oh, I see. And uh, so I mean, we haven't had that luxury of of having that inner competition. Uh, all season long, so that should be uh, that should be fun. The um, uh, when when you took that puck to the head, I mean, I w- I was watching it live when it happened. Then then we had the uh, then we had the bandage for a couple of games. But I mean, like, like did you have like a concussion or something? Or? No, I didn't even I didn't even feel it. Maybe that's why my head really? was so hard. I mean, it didn't hit hard, but it hit most of the puck. Must have hit the corner of the puck uh, uh, that just cut into it. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like a real hard shot. Did you have to be pulled from the bench? I mean, did you? Tough tough hockey guy refused to leave? Well, I didn't want to leave, but they said, you need stitches now. So, I mean, uh, I'm not that uh, dumb that I'm going to sit there and and watch, have blood streaming down my face while while the game's going on. Very hockey-like, though. Yeah, yeah. It would have been. It would have been old school for sure. The the biggest problem you have now with that gash, how are you going to cut your hair? Believe me, I think I think I'll let it grow for a while. It's been like this for fifteen years. It can, I'm sure, it can sustain a couple more days. I um, you know, in promoting the the nine to noon box in the box starting starting the show with Boudreau, um, I was searching for your Twitter handle and I couldn't find it. No, there is no handle. <laughs> the last thing I you'd need, be great on I Twitter after that, games. And you know what? Then that's exactly the reason I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, um, is because I knew. At some point, I would be doing something pretty stupid. Right. What? So you're you're uh, are you you're old school, right? I mean, you don't like like look at your phone all the time. You're not like flipping through a bunch of different things or what? No, no, no. I'm not. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not on Facebook. I'm not on yeah. Twitter or, or Instagram or anything. Uh, uh, I use it to text, email, and yeah. and listen to somebody talk to me. See, I guess what I'm getting at is like if you go behind the scenes, specifically with road trips, mm-hmm. you're on buses, then you're sitting on buses, mm-hmm. then you're sitting on planes, get everything squared away, then you fly, mm-hmm. then you land, and sitting on a plane again, a bus again, hotels and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of time to be uh, tweeting and and uh, flipping through your phone, Mister Boudreau. I'd, I'd much prefer just to watch the video of our previous game yeah. to see if I can't figure anything out and um, and 
And I know the moment I start doing something like that is mm-hmm. the the moment I'm on it all the time. What um, after watching back the uh, the Florida win, what uh, what did you think of Parisi? I thought he was good for the first game. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, was he gassed? Uh, uh, you know, not as much as I saw him uh, last year when he came back after strep throat. Uh, a couple times he was really gassed, and and uh, he had more energy uh, the last game. But again. Well, wanting to bring him fairly slowly. I mean, let's face it; he hasn't really had a training camp. He hasn't had anything, and and uh, the the first time he pay, played at that pace, he played 13 and a half minutes. I thought he did really good. Had a couple chances to score, and you know we'll get him in uh, a little bit more each game. Yeah. Uh, start penalty killing a little bit tonight. Uh, um, it, you know, and then probably by. Uh, this time next week, the lines will be changed a little bit, where he'll be more established in the spot that he's going to be in. You, uh, you guys are ten and two in your last twelve at home. So, I mean, in rehabilitating some things after kind of a sketchy start, where you're trying to get into the postseason, then advance and get a good seed. Ten and two in the last twelve at home—that's a good start. Ten one and one to be precise. Ten one and uh, one sounds better, right? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, we love playing at home, uh, and you know, it's. Uh, uh, when when things are going well, I mean uh, the crowd is is very supportive and uh, and they give us the energy uh, that we need sometimes when we're behind or uh, just to keep it going. And especially we've played some pretty good teams at home and we've had success and and I think a lot has to do with the with the crowd support. Are you are you a fan or were you a fan when the when when the rule changed to get that overtime point? Um, uh, yes, and. Uh, it, Yes and no. I think you deserve a point for a tie mm-hmm. when we were, when I was playing and growing up here. So, um, but at the same time, I'm I'm like a winner take all type right. guy. And uh, I want to go uh, to Vegas with you. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. It's when when it it's <laughs> when it's not going good. I just throw it all on and say, forget <laughs> it. Let's do it all in. We're all in right that right <laughs> now. So, um, but it's uh, uh, I, I just think over time. The three and three has really bought some excitement into into the game. Yeah, the 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 three on three. If people like break out hockey talkers on the radio or whatever, mm-hmm. you you'll get polarizing opinions on both sides. Me being casual hockey guy, I love it. I I mean, I mean the the strategy that goes into trying to get guys in at key times mm-hmm. when you've had somebody out there for like forty five seconds, a minute, a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. I find it to be fascinating. And it's the, yeah, there's a lot more skating uh, going on and. And the crowd seems to instantly get into this because it's usually a two-on-one one way, a two-on-one the other way, yep. and it goes right down to the wire. So I think it's a I think it's a great compliment to our game. When when it when it's late in regulation and a game is tied, have you found yourself or do you find coaches scheme things and do things a little differently to make sure they get at least that point? Well, I mean, you certainly do on the road. I mean, it hasn't been very productive for us this year. Uh, being tied late, but uh, if we're on the road in the last ten minutes, you know, I mean, uh, quite frankly, we're playing for the overtime. Uh, in in that we don't want to make any mistakes. I mean, obviously, if we get a chance to score, we want to we want to score and win the game. But uh, we we definitely want to make sure that the, we get the point. We've worked that hard for fifty minutes. We want to make sure we get at least a point. Got to knock on wood because you're superstitious. But um, your one-two punch at at, goal, at goaltender right now seems to be pretty good. Yeah, no, no, uh, uh, we've never really since I've been here had really problems uh, uh, at the goaltending uh, level. I mean. 
Doobie's starting to, to round back into shape. And, you know, even though uh, poor Alex hasn't uh, uh, won as many games, I'm sure, as he'd like, he's battled every game. I mean, uh, the last two road games he's had, it's been 0-0 going into the third period. And, yeah. And we haven't given him very much run support. So it's uh, uh, he, he comes in and he battles every day, and I couldn't be happier with him. Jack Eichel for the Sabres. I remember the highly touted name when he came into the NHL. What uh, what kind of career has he had? Well, I mean, I, I would think, uh, I don't want to use um, uh, any negative words, but, I mean, uh, he came in with Connor McDavid, and they were ranked 1-2, and yep. I think people th- were expecting a little bit more offensively from him. Um, but uh, uh, he is a dynamic player, and and maybe he doesn't have uh, or hasn't had the uh, the supporting crew that Connor had when he came in so it's it's interesting but i mean if you if you take your eye off him for one second he's got tremendous speed and he's got a tremendous shot and he's a big big man so i mean we've uh we got we, we'll have our hands full with him tonight stall has 17 goals couple the other night matt cullen fellow veteran a couple the other night is is this is this the time of the season where like for stall and cullen is is it possible to properly analyze them October, November, maybe up to Christmas? Is this when the veterans start to take off a little bit? Well, I think what happens, uh, the veterans, uh, not only the veterans, but the team in general, uh, start start scoreboard watching after Christmas a little bit more. And uh, right. it gets a little more serious. Yeah. I mean, it's, a, it's hard. It's like game one, two of the NFL, you know, like, I mean, game 14 and 15, if you're in a – and a playoff push is a little bit different uh, mindset. And I think the players, as the season goes on, they get tougher-minded. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's it, it it's why it becomes tougher to score goals against uh, uh, in the in the last half of the season than it is in the first half. You uh, you play Vancouver here January fourteenth. Yes. The Minnesota Vikings have a uh, playoff game January fourteenth at yes. U.S. Bank Stadium. That one begins at three forty. So I'm think I think your game begins at like six or something like that. So you can't come to the playoff game. That sucks. We might cancel our game and have everybody <laughs> go to your game. I, I've looked at Vancouver's spot in the standings. Maybe Mr. Anderson, like, maybe he can get a run for one game and you can come watch the old football team no, play. You know, we'll have our ears uh, uh, pinned to what's going on with the Vikings. And, I mean, they've had such a great season and. the uh, their their defense is, is dominating when they want to and right. and I, I'm looking forward for a long to a long run for them and wouldn't it be just great if they ended mm. up in the big game and uh, uh, right here in, in Minnesota if um if you were to sit down with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer coach to coach and mm-hmm. like talk defense and you know some things that that makes him proud about his defense um, the I mean the, the the defense this year has just done some things that are historically good, like the third-down defense. They give up first downs on third down 25% of the time. That's the best in the history of the NFL. That's crazy. Wow, that is crazy. You know, and, and defense obviously is, is very well, it, important it, to winning. Obviously, the, the defense knows this, and they take extreme pride in that. Right. And so uh, as the season has gone on, every time that third down comes, I yep. mean, they're, they're taking pride in what they've done, and and they should. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a great point, and... Um, you know, I mean, uh, and 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 it's what makes defenses great. I mean, whether for you, whether it's Washington, Anaheim, here, wherever. I mean, you you've seen it when when the ta- when the really talented ones start to sense 
there's a big prize at the end of the equation. I mean, the performances you get out of them at the end of the season are just amazing. Yeah, and uh, you know what? It's every individual and every team has a, their own sense of urgency. And when they reach that sense of urgency, you see them playing their best, and that's when it's fun to watch. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Best of luck this evening, and uh, hopefully everybody stays healthy, all right? All right, sir, and we will see you soon. And, again, good luck to the Vikes. Yes, sir. Thank Alrighty. you. Okay. Bruce Boudreaux, coach of the Minnesota Wild. Uh, speaking of the Minnesota Vikings, wide receiver Adam Thielen is stopping by the penalty box today to take in a wild morning skate, so, therefore, uh, he will join 9 to noon for the middle portion of the radio show, which is produced on site by Eric Nordquist. Zachary Halverson guides the great ship Love Covenant from the Bryant Heating and Cooling Studios at FM 100.3 The Fan. And I'm Paul Allen. This is Vox in the Box. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the keyword WIN to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to 200-200. You're listening to P.A. I was like, oh, my God, he tweeted me. What am I going to do? But then I was like, well, I can't. I don't know. So I'm still thinking. On the fan.